the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. And again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. And if you just tuned in and you're listening in Tampa, Florida, you're saying to yourself, who in the world is this guy? Bill Bunkley's supposed to be on. Well, yes, this is the Bill Bunkley show, but it's also... Well, it's also Bob Bernie Live, because we are simulcasting today in Columbus, Ohio, and in Tampa, Florida. So again, welcome to the folks listening on WTBN 570 and 910 AM. Welcome. It's a delight, a privilege to be your host today. And of course, welcome to my listeners in Columbus, Ohio, on AM 880 and 104.5 FM the word. All right, we were just talking about Tucker Carlson and CNN and Fox. Let's turn to something far, 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 far more important. Uh, If you've ever heard the opening to my program, uh, every single day for several years now, I have said in the opening introduction to the program, hey, listen, what's going on in Washington, D.C. is important but not nearly as important as what's going on in America's churches. The pulpits and the pews. Well, now the seats. Not all churches have pews anymore. Uh, What's going on in the churches is far more important than what's happening in Washington, D.C. Bob, do you really believe that? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Well, what about the elections? Aren't those important? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really, really important. But not nearly as important as what's going on in churches. All right. I don't need to go any further than that. I think most of you I think most of you agree with that. Well, last week, uh I covered a story about the United Methodist Church conference in, oh my goodness, I should remember this because it was just last week. Uh, I think it was, I'm not even going to guess because I'll be wrong. In a particular state, in a particular, oh, it was Georgia. A, one of the United Methodist Church conferences in Georgia, not the whole state, one of the conferences for the United Methodist Church, a large number of United Methodist churches voted to leave the denomination. And as often happens, the general, not the general conference, the local conference there in Georgia said, okay, that's fine. You can leave, take the people, but we want your buildings. Uh, We want the pews, we want the organ, we want the piano, we want the stained glass, we want the stuff, because that 
costs money. Uh, and then they said, however, if you really, really, really want to go, well, you're just going to have to pay us. It's like extortion. I mean, it is. These local congregations are the ones that build the buildings, support the buildings, pay the janitor, pay the pastor. And then when the church says, you know, we cannot walk in fellowship with you any longer, you're moving away from Scripture, and our our dedication to Scripture is more important than our dedication to a denomination. And so we must part. Um so whether it's the PCUSA or the ELCA, the Evangelical, Evangelical Lutheran Church of America, or many conferences, the United Methodist Church, building property will be seized by the denomination. Well, in Tennessee, as compared to other places like Georgia that I was just talking about, Here's a headline. UMC conference approves disaffiliation of 264 Tennessee churches. Yeah. Here's the story. The United Methodist Church continues to experience the impact of its ongoing schism over homosexuality. With the Holston Conference in Tennessee approving the departure of 264 churches from the denomination on Saturday. This comes after the loss of over 1,800 congregations just last year. Well, good for them. The conference got together, met together, and said, you know what? If you want to leave, we wish you well. We're sorry that you're leaving, but we wish you well. Instead of uh, leave us your building or pay us millions of dollars. Good for them. Good for them. Bishop Deborah Wallace Paget, resident bishop, acknowledged the significance of the day stating that the disaffiliating churches and withdrawing pastors have played important roles in the lives of those continuing in the United Methodist Church. Uh, she emphasized that the conference vote would not change the impact these pastors and churches have had on the denomination. What a pleasant change from what we have seen in so many denominational conferences across the country. We wish you well. We wish you well. Uh, Quote, a church law, paragraph 2553, set to expire at the end of 2023, allows U.S. congregations to exit with their property if they meet specific financial and procedural requirements. And sadly, that is left up to individual conferences. This conference in Tennessee, good for them. But get this, and I quote, With these latest disaffiliations, 2,095 U.S. congregations have withdrawn from the United Methodist Church just since 2019. 2,095 individual congregations 
have withdrawn from the United Methodist Church since 2019. I stand firmly behind congregations, whether, again, whether it's Methodist, Presbyterian, Lutheran, who take a look at their denomination that is drifting farther and farther away from solid biblical truth, farther and farther away from the absolute authority of Scripture. And these individual churches say, we we can't do that. And it's hard. Listen, tradition is hard to break. I mean, it really is. Um, Several years ago, my mother and father-in-law, my wife's parents, uh, had been in an American Baptist church for years and years and years. And they were key leaders in the church. I mean, they were key leaders. They were one of the key families in this American Baptist church. And this was back in the 60s. And the church began drifting to the left. It began drifting away from biblical truth. Again, this was in the 60s. And my mother and father-in-law met with the leadership of the church and said, you're, you're moving away from biblical truth. And the leadership of the church said, well, this is the way we're going. And quietly, they didn't raise a stink. They didn't cause any problems. They just quietly said, we can no longer walk with you. And they left a church that they had given much of their life to because their biblical convictions were more important than the tradition of a local church or a denomination. I had such enormous respect for them. They didn't take people with them. They didn't start a protest. They just quietly left for biblical principles and went to a solid, conservative, Bible-believing church and serve God there. I have just the greatest respect for individuals who do that and for churches who do that within their denomination. Is there a price to pay for standing for truth? Yes, absolutely. But it is worth it. It is worth it. Listen, folks. Don't you dare stay in a church that compromises the truth of the Word of God. Don't do it. Don't do it. We'll be back. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Would you allow me to take off the talk show hat for a moment and put on the pastor hat? (laughs) Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, (laughs) uh, 
I love doing a talk show. I've been doing it now for many years. Uh, full-time, 23 years. Um, before that, while I was pastoring a local church in the Columbus area, I had a Saturday talk show that I did for 10 or 11 years. So more than 30 years, I, I enjoy doing the talk show. I, I do. But first and foremost, I am a preacher. I'm a pastor at heart. God called me to preach when I was 12 years old. True. I accepted Christ as Savior when I was eight and a half. And uh, God called me to preach at a youth camp in the mountains of California. When I was 12 years old, I remember it like it was yesterday. God touched my heart, called me to preach and I've been I've been doing that ever since. So anyway, let me put on the pastor's hat here just for a moment. Why is this thing of the authority of Scripture so incredibly important? Why is it the single most important topic that we will ever deal with? Did God say it? Did he say what he meant? Did he mean what he said? Now, let's go back to the beginning, Genesis. Yes, I do believe in a literal Genesis 1 through 11. Yes, I do. I believe in a literal creation. I believe that Adam and Eve were real people created by a real God in a real garden called the Garden of Eden. Yes, I believe all of that. I am a literalist when it comes to the book of Genesis. All right. So I just wanted to get that out. I also believe that a real devil, a real tempter, came to Eve in the garden. You mean, Bob, you really believe that really happened? It's not just a story? No, no, I I really believe it happened. And so we see the very first attack of the enemy of God, Satan, And what did he do? Did he come to Eve and try to convince her that there was no God? Well, that would be dumb. They walked and talked with God in the cool of the day. They knew they were created by God. They knew they didn't just happen. So that would be a really dumb argument. And by the way, atheism is not a serious enemy of Christians and Christianity. It really isn't. It really isn't. So he didn't come and try to convince Eve that there was no God. He didn't try to convince Eve that God had no authority, because they knew better than that as well. So what was the attack of Satan? Can you really believe every single word that God says? Yea, hath God said. Did God really mean that in the day you eat, you will surely die? Doesn't that sound harsh? Don't you know that God is a loving God? You don't you don't really think that the God who created you and loves you would actually cause you to 
die if you ate of this fruit? No, God's just, he's holding out on you. Because he knows if you eat this fruit, you'll be just like him. And he doesn't want you to be just like him. You will not surely die. So I don't have time to go into great depth. But he questions the word of God. First attack of Satan. Secondly, he adds to the word of God. And third, he appeals to humans' pride. All right. Here is the fact. Satan has not changed his attack at all. I just shared with you a story. 264 Tennessee United Methodist churches have voted to leave the United Methodist denomination. Now, the news story said it's all about homosexuality. Not really. It's about the authority of the Word of God. The conservatives say, if God is God, then he has every right to define gender, sexuality, marriage, family. That is God's right. It is not ours. And if God said he created male and female, that's what God said. If God said that marriage is to be between a man and a woman, well, that's what God said. We have no right to question that. The issue is not about homosexuality. The issue is, yea, hath God said. It's exactly the same. Did God really mean that? The compromisers say, well, <laughs> that's, that's kind of what it says. But, you know, we have to interpret Scripture in the light of our cultural settings. And God really didn't mean that. Maybe he did back then, but not now. It is exactly the same attack, exactly the same argument. And the result is the same. Death. If not physical death, spiritual death. That's why the authority of Scripture is the ultimate issue in our churches today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.